0: It is Friday, December the 10th. This is episode 231. Oh, hogwash.
1: This is the Paul Truesdell Podcast. Due to our extensive holdings, that of our clients and your host, you should assume that we have a position in all companies discussed and that a conflict of interest exists. (laughs) The information presented is provided for informational purposes. And now, Paul Truesdell.
0: Well, I'm here with Roscoe. What do you say, Roscoe? Yeah. And who else is here? Leon, you there? Yes. What about Wilbur? (laughs) Yeah, Wilbur's always doing that. And uh, Bo, you here? Oh. We say we get started. We're going to have a little conversation about uh, seven items today. Seven items that uh, I picked up on the radio and uh, on the podcast webs, the interwebs, all that kind of good stuff. And bottom line is simply there's so much hogwash out there, utter hogwash. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's right, uh, Wilbur. There is that going on all the time, and I'm going to do a little bit of a deconstruction on each one of these things. Let's get started.
2: So when a huge group of criminals organizes themselves and they want to go loot a store, a CVS, a Nordstrom, a Home Depot, until the shelves are clean, you think that's because of the
0: pandemic?
3: I think a root cause in a lot of communities is the pandemic, yes.
0: Listen, I don't know about you, but uh, I think Wilbur, you are pretty well able to uh, summarize that. Yeah, I don't buy that. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, that's the spokesperson for the White House during a press conference that is blaming the widespread looting by organized criminals on the pandemic. I, I am so disgusted because these are the kinds of things that cause Americans, in my opinion, to go, Oh, you gotta be kidding. You can't believe anybody. There's no common sense. I'm just fed up. This is is something this weekend? Talk to somebody about. Tell them the White House is saying that widespread looting is the result of the pandemic. How do you make that connection? I don't get it immediate problem is indemnification. Pfizer has been hesitant to go into some of the countries because of the uh, uh, liability um, problems or they don't have a liability shield. So we work with the countries to try to do that, but I think also some of the other vaccine manufacturers may be able to uh, go into countries because they're operating through subsidiaries. This is all something that we're exploring and our goal, my goal, is to have vaccines available for people throughout the developing world based on what their countries decide. We've got financing available, uh, but the the countries need to choose systems and then begin buying or, or receiving the vaccines. You know, I remember following very closely all of the political people out there and everyone else saying that gun manufacturers need to be sued because guns kill people. Not people, guns. So, in the same thing, we should ban cars, we should ban ladders, and because some people are having a bad reaction, we should ban all drugs, right? And I mean, obviously, the vaccine, there are some people having a bad reaction, but in this case, what's happening? You can make your drugs because it's science and you're indemnified from everything. Oh, unbelievable.
2: So a dear friend of mine called me today to say she said that they're growing very badly in South Africa and how are you? How are you handling it? So I'll tell you exactly what's happening in South Africa. Nothing. Today's figures, total infections, total new infections in South Africa, zero. Total new infections in England, 46,000. 46,000 new infections. We have zero new infections. Our populations are approximately the same. Oh, but let's blame Africa the british have discovered a new variant in south africa of course it's the worst of all variants it's dressed in a loincloth carries a spear and waits for you at the airport to chop your head off and crawl up your ass so yes let's put south africa back on the red list because they have zero new infections and we have forty-six thousand new infections today so south africa will have no tourist season companies and livelihoods will be decimated yet again i've already Already had guests canceling their Christmas and their journeys. I had guests leave today early from Spain because they're now afraid they won't be able to get back on a plane because the British have discovered a new variant in Africa and of course it's the worst variant ever. Meanwhile, we're all sat here having no new infections and getting on quite nicely, thank you very much. So what's happening in South Africa? I'll tell you. I'm going to the pub where I'm going to drink a beer which will cost me the equivalent of one pound.
0: Unbelievable. When in doubt, who do you blame? Blame black folks. That's right. And then what you want to wonder, you wonder why folks that are black are not having the vaccine at the near the rates of those who are in England or in Israel. They're, oh, they're getting, why are they getting vaccine number 37? Look at the damn infection rates. And then, oh, everything came from Africa, the latest one. I mean, this thing. Ah. has anybody ever given any thought to what the Sam hell is going on? I don't think so.
1: Hi, Adam, Thanks for uh, the uh, topic uh, in your show. Uh, really appreciate it also from the kids here in the car. We are in Rwanda right now. And even here in Rwanda, you don't have sheep that are mass. But look at this here. You don't want to miss this one. The coats, all those coats are masked. Look at them. Look at them. They all have masks on their noses. And we just asked the guy why they do it. And they showed us their own mask and they said just a mask against Covid. Really, you can't believe this, right? It's true. This is Covid. 2.0. (laughs) 2.0? 2.0. 2.0? <laughs> it's Omicron. In Rwanda. Om- <laughs> on speed. Omnicron on speeds. Look at this one. You can't believe it, right? This is reality in Rwanda. Okay. Yes. Bye-bye. All the best. Bye-bye.
0: So we've got, yes, in Rwanda, for those of you who don't know where that is, that's in Africa. And they're masking goats and sheep. I wonder if they're going to start masking rats and snakes and spiders and that's not what it takes to love me. Oh my God, I love this. Can you freaking believe this stuff? I don't know. You got to believe it because this is real. Video sent in from our friends in Rwanda.
1: New York City opened the nation's first supervised injection sites. This is one of the two sites. Now, besides being allowed to inject drugs, users will also be provided with clean syringes and be supervised by trained staff. The city's health commissioner said every four hours, someone dies of a drug overdose in New York City. According to the mayor, these centers can help bring that number down. A user at the site agrees with the mayor, saying it provides a safe environment for addicts. They're shooting or smoking or sniffing, whatever it is, in a safe place where no one will get hurt physically, mentally, emotionally, and they can get saved if they have an overdose. But critics say these sites might be an incentive for addicts to use more drugs. And they might bring more drug users to the area, which can lead to an increase in crime. So how do local residents feel about the new center? I don't think it would be that big a deal. Not around here.
2: Well, if if they're under supervision and it's for their benefit, definitely. You understand? But if it's going to harm anyone, then it's a big no.
1: I don't think it's going to help the neighborhood. It's not helping the people as much as they would imagine. The focus should be on the prevention of um, drug use, I guess. So helping them to get off of the addiction. The mayor says he's proud to show cities across the U.S. how New York is approaching the opioid crisis.
0: Listen, I, I get it. You know, there are people who have uh, issues. They're addicted. Don't get me wrong. that This nation is so screwed up. You know, it really is. You criminalize drug sales. You criminalize drug use. At the same time, you indemnify that a drug manufacturer can make a vaccine, and whatever happens happens, and the taxpaying public has no recourse. You bemoan that there are nations out there who have said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! We want to make sure that this thing is done right. We're not going to let you just go willy-nilly in here. And if it's bad, we want to be able to sue you." You complain about that, okay? And then you have, you know, morals, mores, and ethics, and basic common sense that says, yeah, let's just give everybody some drugs, and well, what about health care? I'm sure all these people have Obamacare, right? They're paying, right? They're paying. No, they're on Medicaid. They're going to the clinics. They're drugged out, and what happens when you start getting these people pulled together? You get what's going on in Los Angeles and San San Francisco. But hey, listen, I'm always a victim. I'm always a victim, aren't I?
3: In the ongoing Theranos fraud trial, former Theranos CEO Elizabeth Holmes made allegations in court that she was raped by her former boyfriend and Theranos COO, Sonny Balwani. NTD's Jason Blair has more.
1: On Monday, Elizabeth Holmes took to the witness stand again in her defense, informing the court that she was raped by her former boyfriend and COO of Theranos, Sonny Balwani. Holmes, the former CEO of Theranos, is facing 11 accounts of fraud along with Balwani. These charges are in regards to Theranos' blood testing laboratories making false claims of breakthroughs in blood testing technology and cheating millions from investors, doctors, and customers. Holmes has pleaded innocent, claiming ignorance, and accuses her colleagues of the questionable actions. The defense painted Bawani as being coercive and critical. Holmes was emotional during the testimony and accused Bawani of repeatedly raping her during their 11-year relationship. She said she was struggling to cope and suppress the pain by putting all of her time into building Theranos. The trial has been going on since August 31st first. Holmes faces up to 20 years in prison if found guilty. She is expected to face cross-examination this week.
0: But when you're a woman, you can do anything that a man can do. In fact, hell, men can do anything women can do. Women can put on dresses, lipstick, put on a dress, and well, they can compete in, against women in sports and that's perfectly fine. You can be with somebody for 11 years. You can lower your voice and you can channel your inner Steve Jobs. Wear a black mock turtleneck and you can build a company where you get ceos just falling all over to give you money ceos well you get people who were in the department of justice you get people like henry kissinger you get george schultz you get people all over the green earth who get on your board of directors to give you a cover and you come up with a bullshit that's right bullshit oh. testing program that could have cost people lots of lives That's right. That sucks, isn't it? And so this person, they finally charge her. She's pure pure fraud. But what does she do? Oh, it's not me. I'm a woman. Oh, you can't blame me. This man had sex with me, but I'm the CEO of a big company and I can hold my own.
3: Hello, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Health Essentials Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Zaleski, and today we're talking to pediatric cardiologist, Dr. Francine Ehrenberg, director of the Pediatric Cardiology Fellowship Program at the Cleveland Clinic Children's Hospital about chest pain in children. When adults are feeling chest pain, it can be a sign of a heart attack or another serious cardiac event. Chest pain in children can also sometimes signal problems with the heart, although there are also other reasons for pain that aren't caused by a serious condition. Dr. Ehrenberg is here to explain why your child might be feeling chest pain and how to tell when it's time to worry. Dr. Ehrenberg, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. So first off, give us an overview about how common chest pain is in children. Chest is fairly common, actually more common than most people realize. Um, and as you mentioned, there are some serious causes of chest pain, although many uh, causes are not serious. What are some of the, the frequent or common causes that doctors tend to hear that why a child might have chest pain? So some of the more common reasons are from irritation or inflammation of the other things in our chest such as the ribs the muscles the joints um, those can typically become inflamed or irritated through some common things that we do such as exercise exertion new sports weight basically using muscles in a way that we haven't used them frequently yes
0: so basically now what do we do? We have children who are dying and having heart attacks. Causation is not necessarily, you know, co- correlation back and forth there, but the reality in life is, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, of course children are dropping dead of a heart attack. You know and I know. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all. Whoa. You know that uh, when Bo, you and I were out there playing, you know, we were playing Army and we were playing football. And do you remember Bo when we we had that extra, you know, down the street, that plot of ground, we, we all got our lawnmowers and, and we got our rakes and our shovels. We made, a, we made our own baseball field, you know, we did. And we played baseball. Remember all the heart pain and chest pain and we would run to first base because we didn't exercise, you know. Thank God mom and dad did not give us bicycles. Oh God. Can you imagine if we had had bicycles? Oh, we would, we wouldn't even be able to run to first base. And when we ran to second base, remember when Charlie uh, stole a second base? It was so cool. Oh. And we all had weight because Charlie, you know, doubled over in between because of chest pain. You know, and weightlifting, you know, like, oh man, thank God my parents did not buy me a set of weights since I well, I was 12. Like I said, oh I want a pair with some weights. I want to start lifting weights. Oh, thank God they didn't do that. Otherwise, I would be definitely dead by now. Oh my God. Yes. It is what it is, what it is. So, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is propaganda. We've got to get people used to the idea that the pandemic is causing everyone to go out there and they're looting. That's the reason why they're looting not because they're criminals, they're looting because of the pandemic. Trust science, no matter what science says. You know, if they come back and say that lobotomies are a good thing, trust science because it's a good thing. And whenever you got to blame somebody, oh, blame the blacks in Africa. They're the ones for the new variant, just because nobody there is really dropping dead. But in England and here and everywhere else where we're fully vaccinated, we're screwed up to you-know-what poo. But it's those black people who aren't getting it. It is what it is. And then animals. Remember, they were calling the herd of minks. Minks are spreading. That's right, the vaccine. I don't know why we haven't killed all of our dogs and cats. Got to get rid of them. If the goats and the sheep and the rats and the snakes are being massed, we ought to do that as well. Of course, in New York, everybody's taking drugs because they're so concerned about the virus. That's what's going on. And you can be in a relationship for many, many years, but those powerful men, they influence women to do things they shouldn't do, like, you know, steal millions and millions and millions of dollars, commit one of the greatest frauds, but if you get lots of big-name people on your board of directors, yo, I just didn't know what I was doing. And, of course, we got to roll out all the experts because when things start to, well, from go to shit in a handbasket, tell everybody that, oh, what's going on is normal. It's absolutely normal because yeah, the doctor says so. If you want to know why I get so fed up with journalists, news, and everything else, it's pure sales and propaganda, and I'm begging you, I'm asking you, I am pleading with you. Just think about it. Look at the facts and figures and make good old fashioned and common sense, because that's what I do every damn day for every one of our clients. With that, have a great weekend. Tip of canoe, Tyler, too. We're out of here. See you Monday. The wrap up. This has been the Paul Truesdell podcast. The Paul Truesdell podcast is sponsored by nobody. Why? Because paid advertising chokes and corrupts free speech. Yeah. Bandwidth, production, and hosting for the Paul Truesdell Podcast provided by Fixed Cost Financial, the home of Fixed Cost Investing, a true fiduciary-based registered investment advisor and manager. Visit FixedCostFinancial.com. That's FixedCostFinancial.com. This is called Archie's Hunt, and I'm playing this in honor of my Treen Walker Coonhound, Archibald Truesdell, my office buddy. so Archie is a, a tree and walker coon hound he's a breed of hound that has been um, bred as a result of the English and uh, American foxhounds. hounds it originated in the United States it was known as a Tennessee lead and it has been around since the 19th century the American Kennel Club recognized it in uh, Archie and his crew in 2012 as an official breed the uh, British United Kennel Club did that back in 1945. And Archie and his buddies like to hunt rat- raccoons. And let me tell you, this guy is an amazingly strong dog. Not something for the weak-kneed retiree. He'll pull you down on the ground and drag you. Man, he's knocked me to the ground. He uh, will hunt not only raccoons, but he'll take down bear, deer, bobcats, cougars. I mean, nothing is uh, scares this buddy boy. If you come around and you see him barking, he'll scare the holy be- Jesus out of you, won't he? He has a uh, distinctive uh, bale that allows him to identify from other uh Coon hounds as well from a great distance he just like has this this ringing voice it's so cool to listen to so this is uh this is called Archie's Hunt and it's in honor of uh, my buddy and we'll play it out have a great weekend thanks for joining me and Franny this one's for you